Hey, this is Sharon Lee, and you are watching Anime Egotists with Richard and Alex. So these guys love anime, and they have a lot to say about it. So I hope you're ready, and I hope that they don't break any giraffes' necks. Enjoy! <laughs> In a world full of mediocre anime podcasts, this is slightly better than that. Welcome to the Anime Egotists. What, you're not gonna introduce yourself? I thought I mean I thought you were gonna have a response to that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, you got me, Alex, yada yada yada, smell the coffee, wake up and smell the beans. Okay, and I'm Richard. And he doesn't have anything else for us. Now, we are the anime egotist, and we talk about Pokemon a lot. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. And, yeah. yeah, we talk about it quite a bit. But we were also wondering, what exactly Pokemon, what would exactly would our teams be? Yeah, I mean, we talked about all, like, We've mentioned this, I think, in worlds we, we would have wanted to live in in the anime world. Uh, we've talked about our favorites, probably a buttload, like our favorite starters specifically, a lot on this. Um, we've always made jokes about being that much better than the protagonists. Which, th- oh, those aren't jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Th- th- so, those, are, those aren't jokes. Looks. You got a prop? You got you got a problem, buddy? You got a problem? You wanna take you wanna take a swing? Um no. We're good. No, but we will be taking a swing. I mean, because if we were in the Pokemon universe, we'd be wanting to battle with each other, specifically with the teams we have today. Yeah, and again, these are in my mind at least, these are teams that as of June 2021, these are the teams that we would like to be able to have used in this universe. These are the Pokemon that we've always, that we want at this point. Mine, I will admit, has changed over the years. It new Pokemon uh, slide in and out just based on how I'm feeling at the time. But as of June 2021, this is the team I would make. Yeah, my, we could, and this it's not necessarily these are the only Pokemon we like. It's just a matter of this is who we'd have on our team. We'd switch them out every now and then, of course, but of course. Anyways, this video has been your idea for the longest time, so I kind of feel like you should start and like more or less set a template for us. Okay. Uh, one more thing. These are not competitive teams. Neither of us are, have ever really delved into that as far as I know. Uh, I mean, I don't believe you've ever done it. Nope. I know a little bit about it, like uh, how to build a team. But uh, again, these are our favorites. We're going kind of anime logic. They don't have to be balanced. They don't have to be uh, completely type specific or anything. So that's just fair warning. And that's right. And if you want to tell us what your team would be and become a friend of the show, please subscribe and comment and all that jazz. Share it with Mm -hmm. your friends. Also, we're on Apple Podcasts now. So if that helps. Yep. All right. So I guess if I'm getting started, um, I'm just going to start with my starter Pokemon. I've mentioned this a ton. Also, Actually, no legendaries on me, my team. I didn't put any either on mine. Okay, um, good. There was no rule against it, but I didn't have any on mine. Anyways, uh, c- continue. My starter Pokemon, uh, 
of course, is would have been Totodile, which ends up being for Alligator. Um, so this one actually has a very personal connection. Um, when I was first getting into Pokemon, um, I had Pokemon Yellow, and then I had Pokemon Crystal. Um, and I reached a point, and I think it was the um, Azalea Forest. I mean, I was like five and barely understood the games. Um, and I thought I beat the games <laughs> in Azalea Forest. And it's like, uh, so my cousin uh, ended up helping me. He's a, he's a few years older. He understood the games and how to play. And this was his favorite Pokemon at the time. And of course, became my favorite Pokemon through this familiar connection. So I just, and of course, it continued to grow. And I just have love for Alligator. Um, I've used it. Pretty much every playthrough I've ever done of uh, any of the original Gen 2 games or the remakes. Um, I think I've done maybe one with each of the other two. And in the end, I ended up trading those Pokemon over to whichever version I was using with my uh, for Alligator. So I have so I had all three starters. Now, let's not forget that time in college when you were just basically giving away hordes of Totodiles and all that other jazz. Yeah, yeah, I, I can co-sign on to that. So I guess my starter, or Mudkip slash, basically evolves into Swampert. Okay, mm -hmm. basically, besides the nostalgia factor of this was the first Pokemon, of Sapphire being the first real Pokemon game I own, and Mudkip being the very first star, it's just a cool Pokemon. Um, it can block electricity, it can sense stuff, it's super fast, It specifically in the water. Not to not to mention its mega evolution. Its arms get jacked, and it's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous looking, but I would have it. It would probably be the strongest member of my team. Not to mention the whole. Not to mention, as I've said before, it doesn't have that strong of a presence in the anime compared to other starters. So I could just show up with it, and they'd be like, "This is my bird. This is my bird now. I take control. I'm in charge now." Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's been maybe one or two showings. I mean, of both of these Pokemon, at least in their final evolutions, we've seen a good bit more of Totodile and Mudkip, thanks to uh, Rock and Ash having those in the anime. Well, also Marsh Stomp, because remember the Marsh Stomp episode of Journeys. Not <laughs> true. True. Yeah, but Mudkip, there's there's not that much of a reason, but just besides it looks cool, and plus every time I battle Ash, he'd be like, use Thunderbolt, and I wouldn't even tell him, oh, you know it doesn't work, I'd be like, okay, fine, go for it, let's see, let's see what, let's see what happens here. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately that would definitely happen a good bit. Yeah, anyways, who's your next Pokemon, big guy? Alright, uh, so my next one is actually a very recent addition, I mean, it's Gen 8. Um, and that's Corviknight. Okay, cool. When this Pokemon was revealed, it, I thought, okay, it, it's going to be another Skarmory late game. Uh, you, you can only find them on like the route on Victory Road route or something, because just its design didn't scream um, regional bird to me. Uh, I thought. Again, like Skarmory being at the end of the Gen 2 games, you're not going to catch these really early. So my surprise was when they released Rookity and Corvusquire, and it's like, oh no, this is the Gen 8 uh, regional bird 
I'm like, okay, that's actually kind of awesome. And I love the design of uh, its armor. Um, and the fact that it's used as a taxi is kind of interesting throughout the entire uh, new generation. Yeah, it's going to suck, though, when we get to the episode where your Corviknight wants to be a taxi and then you have to let it go for some arbitrary, stupid reason like that. Yeah, it's like, well, you could be my taxi. And it just looks at you with disgust. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah I but like Corviknight is like, Corviknight's one of those Pokemon I feel like nobody really hates. Like, the second it was introduced, people were like, oh my god, this is awesome. Despite the fact that apparently it's steel and flying, isn't it? Yes. Okay, because a lot of people said, oh, is it going to be dark and flying? I'm like, as cool as that would be, I don't think it is. No, it's supposed to be metal armor on it, so that's where that comes from. Yeah, I can co-sign on to that. So if you're going to dock your flying Pokemon on your taxi, I guess I should do, talk about <laughs> mine, Staraptor. Okay. It's It literally has the name Raptor in it. I don't really feel like I have to say anything else, but not to mention... It's the, the Star Raptor I always had in the game aim was always super strong and super fast. Like, well, more when I started to level up. I'm like, okay, maybe a level 30 Pokemon towards the seven gym isn't the best idea. How about I actually just start giving this thing rare candies and all that? And it would learn Brave Bird and Aerial and all this other awesome stuff. Not to mention, it just looks super cool. And it's one of the bigger flying Pokemon, I feel like. So I wouldn't feel that bad about riding on its back. You know, it's really weird because from what I remember, it, it's supposed to be one of the larger ones, but then in the anime, they make it smaller than Pidgeot, and then, uh, which is kind of weird, I think. Yeah, a, a little bit. At the same time, at the same time, though, it doesn't just learn. It doesn't just have to learn flying moves. I could have it like spit fire at Zumba as hmm. I'm flying by, just destroying cities and laughing all the way. I'm like. Oh, sorry, Vermilion City, but that's that's what you get. That's what you get. You put us on a boat with Team Rocket individuals. You kind of had it coming. No, but I can sign on to that for uh, Staraptor. I always, it was one of my favorites. I always kind of liked, um, well, Pidgeot better, but that was just random kind of, and Knocked Out was one of my favorites as well. But yeah. Yeah. Also, my also this doesn't really add to anything, but the Star Raptor I used in like Diamond and Pearl and stuff was generally a girl that was never on purpose or anything. I just happened to catch it that way. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and isn't the first one Starly? Doesn't it have a gender difference on the face or something? I, think, I don't. Like, I don't know. Probably. I know that was like the last generation they actually did that. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't, they don't do that that much anymore. <laughs> It's it's a kind of upsetting, but what you gonna do? <laughs> All right, so my next one um, is Lucario. Um, again, this is actually a combination of uh, watching the movies because I was like, oh, that's actually a really cool Pokemon when I first saw um, Lucario in the Mystery of Mew. Um, it was a great movie too. Yeah, that's and. We should get just around trying, to doing that Pokemon movies. Yeah, that's just so y'all know that is on our list of things to do. But we have we to just don't to watch we just we just don't necessarily know how to go about doing it. Whether it's doing it this traditional way or maybe something else. But sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. It's all good. Um, and then because uh, it, it came out slightly before the games actually came out, so the mystery of trying to find Lucario in the games originally for me. Because this was kind of at the point where I now understood the games 
knew that there was usually some sort of hidden, not legendary, but pretty good Pokemon uh, that I was uh, needed to try to find. So eventually going to the Iron Island and I started doing that thing with, uh, oh God, I always forget his name. Riley? Yeah. And getting like partway through and going, well, I've got a whole bunch of good items. Okay. Going back and I let, and I ditched him and then like later finding out, oh, if I lead him here, he gives me an egg and then hatching it. That was a lot of fun trying to find Lucario originally. You know, he would have given it to you earlier, but the second you, he saw you ditching him, he's like, oh, screw that. Screw that guy. I'm keeping this egg. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I, I will say, though, part of the thing for me is Lucario. I feel like Lucario's kind of been overexposed at this point because, as we, spoiler alert for Journeys, however long you want to wait, Ash has one now, and it's kind of... Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the problems with it the next time we review Pokemon Journeys, which, whenever it decides to come out. out but next month. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to hope so. But the thing... But, I like Lucario. I still think it's really good. Plus, the Mega Evolution is pretty dope. Mm -hmm. But it'd also have to get in touch with your aura, and you're and you're like not a good person. So I'm not really sure Lucario would want to stick around for that. What if I have an evil Lucario? That's not that's not gonna go well. Because then because then I'll be stuck, forced to save the day, and I'll be like, no, never <laughs> mind. I'm I'm going back to bed. I'm going back to bed. Forget this. Uh, all right. So your next Pokemon. Okay, so this one, this one's a little bit, a little bit of an, I don't know, I, I don't really know ooh, why I have this one on my list. I just really like it, Meow Stick. Okay. I, I don't know. I just think it, I just think it's a really fascinating, cool looking Pokemon, and it's a psychic type, which of course was everybody's favorite for the longest time, and that sort of thing. And and I would know for sure that. I know for sure that I want to be the the predominantly blue one, so the male one, and okay. not that not that necessarily makes that much of a difference from what I can tell, but it's st I still like it. Not to mention, I don't I don't know. They always looked really cool, especially in the anime, especially when the two of them were paired together. So if I ever got a female one, decide to use them both together, it would make for a pretty badass team. Yeah, that's actually a really, in my opinion, underrated choice because. I mean, a lot of people I don't think would say that, but they are really cool-looking Pokemon, and I do have to agree. When they were introduced in the anime, especially uh, in the gym battle in uh, Gen 6, they were really cool, because they... It was something we haven't really seen uh, that I can really remember, a, good, a really good psychic battle since in a long time. I was about to say, I mean, we all know what happened with the... Thunder Armor. <laughs> that was not good, and we was thought that the, was that really the last one before? Probably, probably not. But I feel people don't talk about them all that much because normal people, like the main characters in Pokemon, don't catch a lot of psychic Pokemon. That is true. I mean, like the biggest example was Psyduck, and Psyduck's not even a psychic Pokemon; it's just new confusion. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, the only other one was. Uh, the Haunter, and that not even Psychic. Uh, that was the whole original Psychic battle story. Yeah, and technically Ash didn't even catch it. It's just like, oh, hey, want to come with me? And then just start following him for like one episode. 
Not to mention, and I just looked this up, apparently male meow, like there's a reason, there's a good reason I picked male over female, because apparently male meow stick are known for using their full power to protect their friends and themselves, while female meow stick are generally more selfish. Hmm. Yeah, is that from like the Pokedex entry? Supposedly, yes. I'm like, that's, I'm like... Setting that up by gender could be somewhat problematic, but we're in the Pokemon anime. We don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah, that's kind of true. We don't have to worry about gender equality and all that stuff. All right, so my next one. And that would be uh, Metagross. Uh, specifically, I would want a shiny Metagross. Um, again, you kind of got me back into the modern Pokemon. Um, after these games had come out, so I didn't get the event one that uh, happened. So I spent a good bit of my time trying to find a shiny Beldum or shiny Metang and, or a shiny Metagross that was being reasonably traded for on the GTS, not wanting someone wanting a level 100 shiny legendary or something. Oh, no, you just have to... The th that's the trick. You just have to put in... like You could put in... like. Zigzagoon, but I want a let a shot. I want a Beldum or shiny, whatever, and people will just give it to you. People's standards for trainings are oddly high, except if you find the people who will give you literally anything for it. It's weird. That is true, but I spent a good bit of time uh, catching, um, trying to catch one on um, in the it was Pokemon Sun and Moon when they were on uh, the mountain. I. Uh, chain caught them. I did the, um, or I guess it was Ultra Sun because they had the distress call. So trying to get one, and I think I took me a while, but I finally uh, had a build on call one, and I was able to catch it. And I was so happy when I got that finally. It was actually one of my first legit shiny hunting where I'm didn't just find it in the wild and didn't use one of the special things like where in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire where they can come up and their tail wags and you might find a shiny if you chain it. I was about to say, most of the time I catch shiny Pokemon, it's either through events or it just happens, I just happen to stumble upon them. I'm like, oh, well, I already have an Oddish, but let me grab this one. Cool. Yeah, but this, I, I just really like the uh, silver and gold design uh, of the uh, shiny Metagross, so I, that's kind of why I picked this one, and of course, it's Mega is actually really awesome. I was about to say, how many Pokemon are your team going to make? Uh, well, I guess we'll get to it at the end, but yeah, that's yeah, it could def it could definitely work. Plus, it plus it. Remember, it, it's supposedly super smart, so you'd be set for that. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Anyways, uh oh. Okay, here we go. All right, so I guess one of the ones that, and you said Metagross. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to go with another Gen 3. I have two more Gen 3 Pokemon here. Breloom. Honestly, the thing about Breloom was I never really encountered that many when I was playing playing Ruby and Sapphire, and I thought Shroomish, I'm like, it's, it's cool, but it's not really what I'm looking for on my team right now. But the second I saw it evolves into Breloom and just how much bigger and how it becomes a fighting type and all that, it's really, really cool looking. Like when it learns Drain, Punch, Energy Ball, all this other stuff. Not to not to mention, I just think grass and fighting is just such a unique looking is such a unique typing. I'm kind of surprised we don't have more of those to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I, I was not a fan of Shroomish. I think I saw it in the anime before I actually found one because it's like that five percent encounter in the 
force between the two cities. Um, yeah, basically. Gen that. 3. So I saw in the anime where it had like its own standalone episode in Gen 3. I just didn't like it. And I never really knew Brigham existed because there's like one trainer that used it in Gen 3, and that was it. I think somebody used it in Gen 4 too, but I honestly can't even. I honestly can't even remember. But yeah, I, I really, I pretty much didn't know it existed until I finally caught a Shroomish, and then was just playing around leveling up Pokemon and and Shroomish evolved. Yeah, not to not to mention since it also feeds on bless you, it also feeds on decomposing trees and plants. I feel like I wouldn't even have to pay that much for food for it. I'd be like, uh, I'd just let it go, and I'd be like, all right, go eat, f- figure something out, maybe bring back some ingredients or stuff like that. Yeah, it seems like an interesting one, and I tend to agree. It is a really cool design. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Apparently, Ken, apparently Kenny from Diamond and Pearl he used the he used a Breloom. Mine would be better, not because of that Breloom in particular. It's just mine would be raised by me and Kenny. Well, Kenny needs to learn not to suck. <sighs> yeah, but that's it. That's all. Brel, I have a Brel on my team, and Kenny needs to learn not to suck. Yeah, I said it again. What's your next one? All right, so my next one is uh, Gyarados. Um, this one's just... I, I really like the idea of the Pokemon going from pretty much the weakest Pokemon that possibly exists in Magikarp to one of the strongest, at least in Gen 1. Uh, and then, of course, I always really enjoyed the uh, shiny Gyarados storyline in the Gen 2 games. Would um, it be a shiny Gyarados? No, I, I, I do like the blue Gyarados better than the red. Um, okay. That's just my personal opinion about it. Um, I always used the red Gyarados because it was kind of the unique. You, you're you pretty much given it, except for you do have to battle and catch it. Um, but I always like the blue Gyarados better. Um, it's just, again, I guess it's another Pokemon that Mega evolves, but that I don't need it to Mega evolve. I was about to, say, I was about to say, dude, you're gonna have to keep track of so many Mega Mega Stones and stuff like that. Like that's not that's not gonna be fun. Well, let's also not forget Gyarados is technically a fl- is also a flying Pokemon. That is true. Again, these teams are not balanced for like competitive I, at all. I feel like my team, like well, yours st- is probably. I feel like. St- advantage wise my team is pretty stacked I'm like maybe stat wise not so much but no but i don't I all care about that yeah that is true because if that's uh, the case i might take my our teams would be the same as like everybody else is just slightly different but still yeah but gyarados and i always liked um god i'm trying to remember there was an, a specific episode with gyarados um and team rocket oh it's the uh you mentioned it earlier where they get on the boat and then uh, James buys the magic cart from the dealer. Yeah, and then, and then he kicks it and then the balls. I'm like, wait, get Pokemon can evolve from rage? That doesn't see that doesn't seem right. It kind of makes sense for Magic Carp though. Yeah, no, I understand. I hope you would be nice to your magic cart if you had if like if you had one before it evolved, I hope you would be nice to it. Oh yeah, I, I would I, I have a feeling I might end up acting like Misty towards hers, where she's like, it's so cute, and it like snuggles up to her for some yeah, reason. And it, it meanwhile just burned down half a village. It's like it's so adorable. I'm like, most of these people are dying. We should, 
oh wait, there are like two hospitals in the world. Everything else is a Pokemon Center. Yeah, that's that's on y'all. That's that's definitely on you guys. That's not that's well, it's somewhat on Richard, but still. Gyarados, it has a little bit of a temper. It's fine. Of course, of course. Anyways, my next one. Go right ahead. My next one. Oh, here we go. I I got lost track for a second. Shedinja. I just I just think it's a really cool Pokemon. And I know, I know of the little thing where it's like, oh well, if its health sucks when it goes up against a type of it, a type disadvantage. But guess here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't care. I really don't care. I just think it's a cool-looking Pokemon. Not to mention, it's basically a hollow shell, and that's not an insult. It's literally a hollow shell. And I also love how it you basically get it by having your Ninkata evolve into a Ninjask, and you just happen to have a Pokeball space open. Because the first time I did that, I'm like, like wait, what's this other Pokemon? What is this? And I'm like, oh, that's how you get it. Weird, but okay. Yeah, I actually thought it was a glitch the first time I did that um, and deleted my save file and started over. Good God. And Good th- God, you know, I man. This was before the uh, internet was popular for Pokemon to be able to go look up what this was. And I don't think I had, and I hadn't seen the episodes uh, where Misty comes back and this Pokemon's introduced in the end. So. Yeah, and that thing was overpowered as hell in that episode. So, yeah, but once I found out what it was, I never actually tried to use one on my team i've wanted to i've actually got a my omega ruby sap um yeah i think has a new save file so i may try playing through that and adding that to my team i think that would be an interesting playthrough yeah that would be fun not to mention also if apparently if you it says something along the lines of if you look into the empty space it can steal somebody's spirit that would be so much fun just hold, just showing my shit into the people it just starts stealing people's souls and stuff like that hey look at this not to mention it doesn't seem like there's a way of getting them back so i'm like well so that's well that's what you get for pissing me off that's what you get for not acknowledging me all right so my final pokemon for this team of Pokemon that I would want to use. I was about to say good because neither I don't, but good because I didn't have honorable mentions. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of Pokemon I really love that I would that they sometimes wish that they had like a ten team thing, but good that Lord. would be a li- that would be a little extreme. Yeah, I was, I was about to say you say stuff. I know you meant ten Pokemon, but you said ten teams, so that makes me think everybody would have sixty Pokemon. That would take so fucking long. Ah, okay, so uh, right now, the last Pokemon on my team is Houndoom. Okay, that, I was not expecting that. I've always struggled to actually obtain this Pokemon in games, um, mainly because I always end up somehow getting the version that they're on the other one when it comes to specifically Gen 2. I always played uh, Crystal, which... Um, you couldn't find it until I think post game maybe, or you had to trade for it. I don't really remember if, which ones were. Yeah, I remember because a lot of people struggled catching it when it first showed up. And then I had um, uh, gold. I never had uh, silver until I had uh, my 3ds and bought the virtual console version. So. Right. Really struggled to find Houndoom. Is um, it all like? It, it, do you also want it because it's basically a dog? And I know you and I both love dogs. Well, that's part of it. 
okay, just just on my team. <laughs> just want just wanted to be sure. Nothing against that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it, this was just one that I always found really awesome. Always wanted to use, but can never find it. And so I would love to be able to have one on my team. And it, it's one of those that's always seems to appear in the background, like when they've had like a large Pokemon Center and Team Rocket steals all the Pokemon. Houndoom is somewhere in the Pokemon Center, just oh, in the background. Yeah, or something like, oh, hey, are you ready? Hey, May, are you ready for your next contest? And it shows this whole group of people and some of these with their Houndoom. It's part of that cliche we've talked about where people just stand in the background and do absolutely nothing. And you're wondering, are they frozen? Or did, the, did the writers tell them, hey, if anybody moves, we swear to God, we swear to God, there will be no donuts backstage next time. Like, is that... Like, what happens there? But, yeah, I, I understand. It's mainly in the background. People don't seem to use it mainstream that much in the anime. Yeah, and, I mean, I don't even think competitive-wise it was ever... Even after it got a Mega, it's Elf, it, it wasn't used that much either. Okay, how many Pokemon do you have that are Mega on your list? Just because I... Four, good guy. And you're always saying, oh, I can't for Alligator have a Mega Evolution. I'm like, well, you have four Pokemon on your team that have it. I'm not sure it's completely necessary at this point. I know, but yeah, again, I may do a video on my own about why Froggator needs a Mega and they need to bring Mega back. But oh, I'll try, try. We 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 need Mega back. I so I like Gigantamax and I like Dynamaxing, which is why I'll which is why I've saved that one for last. But it's not the same as Mega Evolution and Z moves just weren't Z moves weren't it for me. Yeah, it was the difference between getting powered up for most of a battle versus getting covered up for a single move that once you've used it, you're done. Yeah, and then D Gigantamax and Dynamax is like, let's power you up for like a little bit. But to me, that makes a little more sense that the power goes away after a bit. Yeah, I tend to agree. Yeah. But anyways, any other reasons for Houndoom? Does it like steal people's spirits? Does it like make them do the mariachi or something like that? Uh, I do remember that it has... Um, like a burn from its flames will never heal correctly and will leave pain for the uh uh the pain of burning for like the rest of the their lives you know that you know that's a lot of people don't know but in the avatar of the last airbender that's actually what happened instead of ozai burning zuko himself he sent out his houndoom to do it for him and that's why he got obsessed with honor. He went insane from the pain. Yeah. Not, well, not to not to mention all those weird combinations of animals in Avatar. It wouldn't completely surprise me if Pokemon was in Avatar were a slightly connected universe. Holy crap, I just thought of that. Stay tuned for our next video. Oh gosh. Anyways, my last one. Go right ahead. Toxtricity, specifically amped form, the one the yellow form, the purple okay. and yellow. I always thought this was one of the coolest looking Pokemon in Sword and Shield. When I first got the egg for Toxel and it hatched them, because this is one of those Pokemon I wasn't spoiled for thanks to stupid game leaks. Side note, I find it hilarious that people are like, we don't, that people hated Sun and Moon for how much they learned about it through leaks and releases and stuff like that. And then when Sword and Shield was slowly coming out, they're like, we don't know enough. And then they leaked everything and got upset. Good job. Good job, fans. Good, good job. <laughs> Anyways, Toxtricity is just a cool-looking Pokemon. Like Toxel, when I first got it, and it was had like a diaper, and it was like kind of slow. I'm like, I mean, it's cool, but but I'm gonna keep nursing it and seeing because I'm not completely impressed. And then the second it evolved, and I saw it, I'm like, oh my god, this thing is so cool. 
Not to mention it can basically play guitar with its body. Yeah, I, this is one of, I think, my favorites as well. Um, I ended up getting the, uh, what is it, low amp form? Or it whatever? is, I have it right here. It's low key. Low key form uh, with, from the one that I got in the, um, from the egg. Yeah. You get in the game. And you got sword, right? Yes. Okay, it doesn't. I, what it evolves into doesn't matter whether it, which one it is. It just, it's more the, the matters on its nature. But I was just mm-hmm. curious about that. Not to mention, its Gigantamax form is flipping insane. It basically takes a tail on its body, uses it as a guitar, and it'll just swing it at people. I I do wish that this had been the pseudo legendary because it would have been a unique typing for a pseudo. Yeah. Not to mention. Electric and poison. That that is that is awesome. Now it's gonna now when it goes up against a ground Pokemon, that's gonna be a little bit of an issue. But that's why I have up that's why I have other Pokemon on, on my team. That's why I have Swampert and Breloom and to an degree Staraptor, because not not that it has a type of magic, but it can avoid ground attacks. But back to Toxtricity, I love its Gigantamax form. It has a really cool design. It was one of my strongest Pokemon in Sword and Shield. And not to mention, as rough and tough and kind of like a delinquent as it looked, looks whenever it looked over at me during Pokemon Camp, it would always give me the friendliest looking smile. And I'm like, oh, don't, 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 don't do that. I know you're causing trouble, but I see that smile on your face, so I immediately want to forgive you. I, I just pictured like the creepiest smile for some reason. Oh no, it's it's one it's legitimately one of the friendliest smiles out there. Maybe I'll send maybe I'll send you a picture of it if I can find it. Okay, yeah, I, I tend to agree. This uh, it was one of my favorites, especially once I because I, I was uh, I went in the wild area and and caught a uh, Gigantamax um, one, and it then it turned out to be the uh, amped form and. I switch and I had switched out my bolt pound for that. Your you switched out what for it? I'm sorry about that. I've been using bolt pound uh, since I caught the uh, whatever the I, I always forget its first name uh, or its first evolution. It's the um, corgi Pokemon that we got. Oh, Yamper. Yamper, yeah. Um, I was about to say, you know, Chloe has a Yamper, right? Yeah. I, I've been spoiled for a few things. Oh, looks like he took the image. I was about to say, I can't wait till we talk about Pokemon Journey. He's because we're all getting spoiled for her stuff, but I really want to talk about oh, it like as fast as possible with you and I don't know. Apparently, apparently he might be going through a name change or something. But Jogger Joe, I'd love like because the last review we did with him was fun. Specifically, when we asked questions, the hard thing questions like, "Is Raihan black?" That was a good one. But overall, Toxtricity, that's our team. So just to run things down completely, I'm going to say my team for everybody who is, for anybody who was forgetting, Swampert, Breloom, Shedinja, Male Meowstic, Toxtricity, Amptworm, and Staraptor. All right. And my team was Feraligator, Corviknight, Lucario, uh, Metagross, Gyarados, and Houndoom. Nice. Also, just a small little thing. I feel like my meow stick and my toxicity would not get along that much, but they'd be a great team together. Yeah, I mean, again, a lot of my team have matching typings. I've got three Pokemon that all have steel type, uh, two water types, two flying types, 
Yeah, so my team has some balancing issues right now. Uh, well, let's see for me. Water ground, grass fighting, ghost bug. Yeah, that's right. Hey, psychic, electro poison, and flying fighting. So there's not that much. Like, everybody's just more uh, uh, balanced. So, again, don't try to use these teams if you're really wanting to win in competitive. Or do, or do. And if you win, please give us credit. I would, lo oh, I would love too. for I would love for someone to be like, yeah, I won with your team. I'm like, how? I mean, um, of course, of course you did. And no matter how no matter how much you love or hate either of our teams, just know both of these teams will probably outplay our fantasy football teams because that's 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 a tr that's tragic. I had beginner's luck our first year and then never won again. <laughs> I will say though, I trust Swamper to be a quarterback far more than most of the quarterbacks I've had. No, I've had some good quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, guys, what would your teams be? Whose team did you think was better, mine or Richard's? It's mine. But let us know. Let us know. Let us and let us know. Just like I said, what your teams are, who, which of our teams you liked more, and just anything else. There's not really a whole lot to talk about in that regard. Let us know if you want us to do this again, but go have special special rules. We could do individual generation teams. Um, yeah, something I'm, along those lines. Which uh, we kind of did for for Brendan and Ethan. I mean, sort of. There were a couple of outsiders, but anything. Or, like, would you like us both to do, like, legendaries? That would be kind of interesting. A team full of legendaries. Yeah, just let us know if there's some... If there, you want us to continue this or go back to our top ten lists or in other discussions. I mean, we, we're going to keep doing the top ten list regardless. But still, yeah, but sure. they, they, they understand what you mean. Anyways, we will, we will catch you later. This has been Alex. And Richard. And you've been listening to the Anime Egotist. Good night and peace easy.